Please welcome, all the way from Sharon, Mass, Mr. and Mrs. I don't care, just get up here, Drew Foster! I frantically searched for an illegal parking space on the campus of Boston College. It was such an urgent matter because I had to hustle our three children, ages 11, 8, and 5, to the marathon route so that they could see their mom crest Heartbreak Hill. It was our uh, fourth spot along the route. There are different ways to support a marathon runner. I tend to go in for like the in insanely intense variety, um, which is to try to see her as many times along the route as we could. So this was our fourth opportunity to see her, and it was so critically important because her twin sister, Jody, had jumped on the course with Jen at the bottom of Heartbreak Hill uh, to provide moral support as they were running, and it's about a three-mile section. But it was really important that we connect at the top of the hill because I had to collect my sister-in-law, and then we'd run back to the car and drive to the finish line so that we could be there when she finished. And um, so, so we saw them, and, and they were coming. We were all uh, very excited. We, we hugged them. We uh, gave my wife the last of her goo, the little you know, stuff that helps you run, uh, gave her some water. And then my sister-in-law threw me for a loop. She said, I'm going to run all the way to the finish line with her. Now, um, Jody is a, more of a casual exerciser um, than my wife is, and so this came as quite a shock, but I didn't really have a lot of time to protest, and, and who can argue with a runner's high anyway? And so I said, oh, okay, okay, uh, off you go, and, and they headed east into the city, and we all ran back to to the car and that's when my phone started uh, going crazy. Are you okay? Are you safe? Where are you? That's how I initially learned about the Boston Marathon bombing in 2013. And this is where the hand of Providence uh, comes into this story because my wife wasn't running with a phone on her, but my sister-in-law was. And if Jody hadn't stayed on the course with her, we wouldn't have been able to figure out how to reconnect. But fortunately, Jody had her phone and we were able to get in contact. Um, and Heartbreak Hill is at mile 22, the, the top there. And so we were safely out of harm's way, but um, we didn't really know that at the time. That's the insidious part of terrorism. We didn't know if there were other devices planted along the route. And so they found out there was sort of scuttlebutt along the, tra along the route, and then they, it was confirmed they were going to stop all of the runners at mile 23. And so um, part of uh, my insane preparation uh, for the marathon was, was actually researching the cross streets of every mile marker along the route. And so I was able to uh, consult my notes app and find out where mile 23 was, and I plugged it into my GPS, and I drove like an insane maniac to get to mile 23 because I had to get my wife and my sister-in-law off that course because we didn't know what else was coming. Fortunately, I was able to find another illegal parking space um, and connect with them. And, and my wife was this heartbreaking combination of 
of disappointed, disillusioned, and, and a little bit feisty. She was like, no, I, they can't stop me. I'm, I'm going to keep going. She, she was actually going to break through the Boston police barricade to finish the race. Uh, this was her third time running a marathon, but the first two times were before kids. And training for a marathon is a year-round thing, and, and with three children, it's an incredible investment of time. And she couldn't wrap her head around the fact that she wasn't going to get to finish. You train to run the full 26.2. But my sister-in-law and I cajoled her, and we got her into the car, and we got on Route 9 West, and, and we actually made quite amazing time home for once. Um, and then there was sort of this surreal feeling in the house because she wasn't able to finish what she set out to do. And that kind of hung over us. And, and I can't even imagine what the people who lost a loved one went through that day, uh, uh, lost a limb that day. But really, the Sarnaya brothers also stole the joy from many, many runners. And, and my wife was among this crowd of, of people running to raise money for charities. That's who were still on the course at that point. The elite runners had already finished long before any of that took place. And so she was trying to deal with this, and I was trying to be a supportive husband and trying to figure it out. And so on Thursday morning, without her knowledge, I borrowed her bib. Uh, her runner's bib, because I heard that the Boston Athletic Association um, would give you a finisher's medal if you showed up with your bib. And I prepared a speech. I was prepared to beg and tell them how important it was that I get this medal for my wife because I had already invited 60 of our closest friends and family to a friend's house for a surprise celebration on that Saturday night. And this medal was kind of crucial to the whole thing. Well, uh, no arguments. I showed them the bib. They gave me her medal, and that Saturday night, in our friend's great room, we set up kind of a, a, a makeshift Boston Marathon finish line for Jen. And it was uh, an incredibly emotional moment when she came into the room, the look of surprise on her face. Uh, we got a, a picture of that, and that remains one of my favorite pictures ever taken of my wife. And then there was not a dry eye in the room as I took that medal and put it around her neck. And I'm happy to report that in 2014, Jen ran all 26.2 miles of the Boston Marathon. Thank you.